Ladies, I am so excited. I was recently talking to my friend Megan Watley with The Beautiful Movement, and she was telling me that many of you girls are grabbing The Beautiful Movement boxes. And let me tell you, they are such a blessing. And now... The new March box is available for pre-sale. This means you have a chance to sign up before they sell out. The theme is He is Risen, a box to prepare our hearts for Easter, for the resurrection. You don't want to miss this one. Head on over to www.jointhebeautifulmovement.com and sign up now. Be sure to use the discount code UNCOMMONTEEN, all one word, for 15% off your first box. You can also follow The Beautiful Movement on Instagram at the underscore beautiful underscore movement. Ladies, I'm telling you, you don't want to miss this one. Welcome to the Uncommon Teen Podcast, the podcast for Christian teen girls. Each week we talk about real life issues that you're facing and how to overcome them in a way that stays true to who God created you to be. I'm your host, Jamie Kirshner, and I'm so excited to be here with you today. As I was walking through my teen years, life just seemed so hopeless. It just seemed like nothing was ever going to get better. Like everywhere I looked, it just seemed like there was no way out of the hopelessness that I felt. And I'm seeing that same thing with teen girls today as I look around me. They're feeling hopeless. They feel like there's no way out. It just feels like the whole world is caving in on them and they just want to be done. It just doesn't seem like there's no way that they can ever rise to the top. It just doesn't seem like there's anything that they can do. I read a statistic recently that said almost 50% of teens feel that hopelessness, like that deep hopelessness that just won't go away. Ladies, if there is one lesson in life that I have had to learn, it's that God is an expert at making a way when there seems to be no way. Jeremiah 29 11 says, for I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord, plans of good and not evil, plans to give you a hope and a future. Ladies, if you are feeling that way, you're feeling hopeless. You're feeling like every time you look around you, it just seems like the circumstances are just coming at you one after the next after the next, and you just want to lie down and you just want to do nothing. If you're feeling that way, I want you to know that that was never intended to be God's plan for your life. God says that he has a plan of good for you, not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. God is an expert at making a way when there seems to be no way. Isaiah 43, 16 through 19 says, Thus says the Lord, who makes a way in the sea and a path through the mighty waters, who brings forth the chariot and the horse, the army and the power. Those are the things that are against you. He says, he's going to bring forth the chariot and the horse, the army and the power. They shall lie down together and they shall not rise again. They are extinguished. They are quenched like a wick. Do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Ladies, that verse starts out by saying that God will make a way in the sea and a path through the mighty waters. I want you to think about that for a minute. Think about what happened to Moses when God parted the Red Sea. Okay, so if you have ever been to the lake before and you've ever been in the lake with no shoes on and you're kind of walking through like the shallow part of the lake You feel all that mud, that sliminess, that grossness, right? And sometimes your feet can get stuck if you're not careful. Just think about that. When God parted the Red Sea so that the whole army of Israelites could go through, 
God didn't just leave it muddy and gross and slimy like what we see at the lake. God cleared it up. He dried it out so that when they crossed over, their wheels didn't get stuck. Their horses didn't get stuck. They didn't get stuck, but it was on dry land. It was a clear path that God brought to them. So love that about our God. When he does something, he does it amazing. He goes all the way. And then the next part of that passage says, who brings forth a chariot and the horse and the army and the power, they shall lie down together. That means they are defeated. They will not rise again. All those things that are coming at you. Isaiah 54, 17 says that no weapon formed by the enemy shall prosper. Ladies, you can know that there is hope. You can know that the enemy cannot touch you. He may try to come at you. He may use people to do it, but they cannot touch you because God has taken down the enemy. You can live that life of hope again, ladies. You don't have to be hopeless. Now, how do we step into that? How do we step into that life of hope? How do we get there? Because when we look around us, the circumstances seem to be going crazy. It seems like everything is coming at us sometimes, like one thing after the next, after the next, after the next. And I can be completely honest and say, this year has been one of those years where the enemy has tried to come at my family. But I'll tell you what, we've got God on our side and now we don't have to fear. And ladies, the same is true for you. So how do we do that? How do we get there? Well, that's where the next part of this verse comes in. It says in Isaiah 43, verse 18, it says, Do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of old. Do not remember the former things. Well, what are the former things? The former things are the past mistakes that we keep bringing up over and over and over again and remind ourselves of all the times that we failed. The former things are also those things that have told you that you were nothing, that you will never be anything. Those former things are also the thoughts that nothing will ever get better. The thoughts that you will always struggle. Get rid of those thoughts, ladies. Do not remember them any longer. That's how we step into that place of hope. Then it says, nor consider the things of old. Ladies, it's time to change our thoughts. It's time to renew our mind to what it is that God says instead of giving up and giving in because of what we're currently walking through. It's time to make new strongholds. So what is a stronghold? A stronghold is a thought process. It's thoughts that we have made into habits that we continually think over and over again. Think like a water slide. So you go up these stairs to go to the top of the water slide, right? And you get in the water slide and you go down and it shoots you out in one place. And then when we keep going up that same water slide, we keep going down, it keeps shooting us out in the same place, right? That's like our thoughts. And sometimes we can get into that place of hopelessness and we think to ourselves, man, it's never going to get better. And it's because we're feeding ourselves those same thoughts. But what happens if we chose to not go on that water slide anymore? We want to go on a different one. And so we go up a different set of stairs. We get in a different water slide. We go down that water slide. And does it shoot us out in the same place that first one did? No, it shoots us out in a brand new place. And that is what a stronghold is. 
It is a thought process that we have trained our brains to think. But how do we get to that place of where that brand new water slide is? How do we get to that place of victory? How do we get to that place of hope? Zechariah 9.12 tells us, Return to the stronghold, you prisoner of hope. Even today, I will restore double to you. Return to the stronghold of hope. If we have to return to something, that means that we must have been there in the first place. But how do we get back there again? There was a time in our lives, maybe a very long time ago for some of us, where we had that hope, where we knew that God was with us and that we would not be shaken. We knew that he was going to take care of us. We knew that he was going to provide for us. There was hope. But something happened that caused us to begin to turn our eyes away from the Lord and turn our eyes on the circumstances around us and make us think that there's no way out. Ladies, we have to return back to that stronghold, that thought process of hope. I think it's interesting how he uses that word prisoner. When we think of somebody who's in prison, we think of somebody who has been confined or trapped by something, right? Normally, a thief goes to jail and they're in prison and they're confined by that jail cell, right? Well, God tells us through Zechariah that we need to be prisoners of hope. We need to be confined by, surrounded with, everywhere we look, we see hope. What is hope? Hope is a strong, burning expectation of good because we trust in the Lord. We know that he is going to do what he says he's going to do. Well, what's he going to do? Verse 19 tells us, Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Listen to that. God is saying that he is going to do a new thing. He's saying to you, my daughter, get your hopes up. It's coming now. Now it says it's springing forth. We've been so surrounded by hopelessness for so long. God has got to work on the inside of us to help us to renew our minds, to create those new strongholds. So as we begin this process, it's going to take time. It's not going to happen overnight. It's just like if you planted a seed. When you first plant a seed in the soil and you water it, does it sprout up and create fruit all in that first day? No, it takes time. God is working on that seed underneath the soil and he's causing things to happen to where now the roots are starting to come out before we ever see change. And God is doing the same thing in you when you choose to make that decision that you're going to trust God, that you're going to see hope when things seem hopeless. God is doing an inner work on the inside of you. And as you keep standing strong on the hope of God's word, you will see that next phase of where that sprout comes out of the soil. You'll start to see good things happening. And it's like, okay, okay, I'm starting to see it. And then as you continue to trust and you continue to hope in the Lord, and you continue to renew your mind to what God's word says about the situations that you're walking through. You'll begin to see the stem come up and the leaves come out. And eventually over time, you will see the fruit and be able to eat the fruit of it. It's coming, ladies. It is coming and you can have hope. In Isaiah 43, 19, he says, Behold, I will do a new thing. Now, now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? 
We need to get rid of that old thinking, the thinking that's holding us back. And when we begin to renew our mind to what God's word says, that's when we'll see change. God is doing that now though. And he's ready for you to start experiencing it. He says he will make a road in the wilderness. What is a wilderness? A wilderness is a place that is uncultivated, uninhabited, and uninviting. Have you ever had like woods behind your house, or maybe you've been to like the mountains and you see these woods and there's a whole bunch of thorns in there. And there's a whole bunch of those sticker burrs that like stick to everything. And it's almost impossible to get them off your pants and off your socks, right? No one lives there. No one wants to go there. It's just terrible. But God says that even in the midst of that place, that tough place, that place where it seems like nothing can ever get better, that place of hopelessness, God says that he will make a road, a smooth path where that stuff cannot touch you any longer. God has protection for you. Psalm 91, read it when you have time. I'm telling you, it's amazing. But God is telling us through this verse that when you choose to trust him, you'll begin to see that road that's been paved out for you in that wilderness. And then he goes on to say that he will make rivers in the desert. Ladies, in a culture that doesn't see anything positive, they're always out to get each other. There's so much anxiety, so much stress. It's time to get your hopes up. So how do you do this? How do we get our hopes up? Number one, you have to make a decision to trust God and his word. It starts with trusting him. Hebrews 12, 2 in the Amplified Classic Version of the Bible says, looking away from all that will distract to Jesus, who is the leader and the source of our faith, giving the first incentive for our belief and is also its finisher, bringing it to maturity and perfection. Ladies, find out what God says about the circumstances you're facing. If you're walking through a situation where you need healing in your body, God says that there is healing. If you're walking through a situation where maybe mentally you're having a very hard time with anxiety or with depression, God says that there is peace. Look in his word, find out what the word says about the situation that you're walking through and begin to stand on it. Begin to trust God and his word. Number two, we need to grow in our faith. We can't just choose to trust him and leave it there. We have to grow in our faith. Romans 10, 17 says that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. We need to make sure that we're getting into church, that we're hearing the messages from the pastors. Make sure that we're listening to this podcast every single week as we speak the word of God over you. And then number three, as you get into the Bible for yourself every day, begin to meditate on the word of God. Joshua 1.8 says, the word of God shall not depart from our mouth, but we shall meditate on it day and night that we may observe and do according to all that's written in it. For then we shall make our way prosperous, and then we shall deal wisely and have good success. Ladies, if we want to see that hope, it starts with meditating on the word. And what does that mean? That just means start thinking about what you're reading as you read the Bible every day. Start asking yourself questions. What do these certain words mean? How do I apply this to my life? And number four, speak God's word over your life. Choose to believe it. Proverbs 18.21 says, Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruit. Ladies, if you are speaking life over yourself, you're going to see life happen. But if you're speaking hopelessness, and you're speaking depression, and you're speaking anxiety, that's what you're going to see. Begin to get your hopes up. And then lastly, number five, put the word of God into action. Do it. James 1.22 says, Be doers of the word not hearers only, because if we just listen to it and don't do it, we're deceiving ourselves. 
Ladies, God wants you to get your hopes up. He is an expert at making a way when there seems to be no way. All right, ladies. Now, as we do every single week, I want you to repeat it after me and mean it from your heart. I am beautiful. I am valuable. My beauty and my value, they don't change. Even if someone fails to see how incredible God made me. All right, ladies, two quick announcements real fast before we go. One, if you are on our email list, be sure to check your email because most likely you have already received an email that has some special information in it just for you, my email subscribers. So be on the lookout for that. It is time sensitive, so you want to make sure to get in there before Friday, October 28th. And then secondly, if you are an adult and you are listening to this podcast and you would like to know more about how you can use this with the teens that you either work with or you serve, I would love to connect with you to see how I can best help you. All you need to do is go to the Uncommon Teen app. You can download that at uncommonteenapp.com and click on the tab that says connect with Jamie and let me know a little bit more about you. All right, ladies, have an amazing week and we'll see you back here next time. Ladies, I hope that this episode helped you this week. I hope that you see that God loves you so much, that you are not an accident, that God created you on purpose, with a purpose, for a purpose. Now I want you to repeat after me, and I want you to mean it with all your heart. I am beautiful. I am valuable. My beauty and my value, they don't change. Even if someone fails to see how incredible God made me. All right, ladies. So this week, I want to share with you some really awesome things that we have going on in Uncommon Teen. If you're looking to grow in your walk with God, maybe you've been struggling with anxiety or depression or friendships, or maybe you're struggling with something else altogether, but you're ready to overcome. You're ready to become free in those areas of your life. I want to invite you to join me in one-on-one coaching. This is a coaching program that is designed specifically for you, helping you to overcome those things that are holding you back from being all it is that God has called you to be. If you would like to join me in one-on-one coaching, talk to your parents, let them know why you're interested in coaching. Head on over to uncommonteen.com slash coaching and learn more about our one-on-one coaching program. Ladies, I want more than anything to see you walking in freedom in every area of your life. The enemy is trying so hard to take down your generation. And my goal is that you are so strong in your walk with God that the enemy cannot shake you. And second, ladies, I want to ask you to be in prayer with me. We have had some challenges with our venue for Uncommon Teen Live. We've got one that we're working with the church on. We were supposed to hear back a couple weeks ago whether or not that this was going to work, and we still haven't heard back yet. So if you all could be standing with me in agreement that God is opening the doors for the venue to come for this year's Uncommon Teen Live, that would be amazing. I would be so incredibly thankful I am just so incredibly thankful for all that God is going to be doing at Uncommon Teen Live 2024. I cannot wait to meet you there. I cannot wait to see you. I cannot wait to see what God does in and through you because of this. All right, ladies, have an amazing rest of your week, and we'll see you back here next time.